Well, we are live. And by we, I do mean plural we. Because look who's here tonight! Yay, it's Gingerbread! Gingy, my co-producer for the night. Who is a very reluctant co-producer, unfortunately. But I brought Ginger because tonight we're doing a dog theme. Am I boring you, Ginger? We're doing this beauty from Black Lab Brewing. This is the summer set. Oh, my lighting's a little hot right now. Uh, let's see if I can turn it down a little. That's a bit better, eh? That's a bit better. There we go. Summer Stout from Black Lab Brewing. A real beauty of a stout. And uh, Ginger here wants you all to know that she does not like podcasts. She does not want to be part of a podcast. She's very displeased to be sitting on my lap right now. And she also might be about to take a bite out of my microphone. So what do you think? Should we let Ginger go? Gingy, you feeling good now? You gonna sit with me or do you need to go? Let's try and get a little bit more comfortable and see what happens. There we go. Yeah, she seems to have settled in. So anyway, hey, sorry, a bit late tonight. It turns out uh, Ginger's a bit of a prima donna when it comes to uh, being a podcast guest. I kind of had to chase her around the house uh, to uh, get her to come sit on my lap. Dumb dog. And of course, as always, cameras. Oh, there she goes. She's off. All right. Bye, Ginger. Have a good night, sweet pea. All right. Let's do this for real now. Look, I got my hair down for you guys. How do you feel about that? I need to move this camera. That's better. It needs to be in line. They all have to be in the same spot. Uh, what was I saying? Hair down. Yeah, it was in the lake. Man, it was a lovely hot day in Toronto today, wasn't it? Were you in Toronto enjoying the lovely hot weather? I was. I was sweaty. But now I feel great and uh, cooled down nicely. I'm just finishing a last sip or two of this uh, beautiful, of course, uh, Svetli Ledzak 12 from uh, Godspeed. You know me and Godspeed. Oh, that's some good stuff right there. That is some good stuff. Uh, yeah, so let's jump in because right now I'm feeling okay, but I am going to crash and burn really shortly because I've had a day. I'll tell you all about it, but let's get into this beer first. Uh, summer Stout. There is some words on the side. I'm not going to read them. I don't know anything about this. Didn't even ask the uh, friendly gentleman at the brewery today to tell me about it. I just said, give me one of them. Summer Stout. It's summertime. I like stouts. And as I often say, stouts an anytime kind of beer. People say, oh, it's winter, it's stout time. You know what I think about that. If this isn't your first time on this podcast, you know how I feel about people who tell you that stouts are wintertime beers. They can suck an egg for all I care. Uh, <laughs> but if that's you, enjoy the egg. Maybe a deviled egg. I'd like to suck a deviled egg right now, and then I'd like to chew it, and then I'd like to swallow it. It's the last time you had a good deviled egg. Sorry, my hair is down and it's bothering me. I feel better now. Uh, well, yeah, a deviled egg, eh? I like a good deviled egg. I wonder if a deviled egg would be a good pairing with this beer. There's only one way to find out. I'm going to go with probably not, but we'll see. Hmm. On the nose, as they say. Really nice roasty malts, a little chocolatey. Yeah, because I know nothing about this beer, I'm catching myself going, am I dreaming? It's something a little, maybe, 
fruity. Hey, babe, Eric has just joined in. By the way, Instagram, my phone's only got like 28% battery and my USB hub that powered my charger is dead. So that also could be my heart out is when my phone dies. We'll see. Yeah, I'm getting chocolatey, maybe a little bit of like black patent malt, so sort of um, slightly ashy smoky, but it's not a smoky beer. Um, just something about the malt sort of is making me say black patent. Oh, except that there's also a really heavily uh, like I think carafa is probably actually what they use to color this. There might be black patent, too. That's not uncommon, um, but like carafa two or three, maybe th mm. I'm going to go with two, but it might be three. Carafa, incidentally, uh, are very dark German. Uh, I think they're crystal malts, um, but they're very dark. They're used to make stouts. Well, <laughs> they're German. They're used to make black lagers, <laughs> Schwarzbier, but uh, they also get used in stouts, but they have a more pronounced uh, caramelly maltiness. Oh, hey, Kevin, what's up, buddy? Um, so, yeah, I'm going to guess on the smell there's some carafe in here, but well, we'll see. I'm about to give it a sip. Oh, that's really nice. Huh. Oh, hmm. I like this beer a lot already. Hmm. Yeah. Chocolatey, a little bit of coffee, actually, on the palate. Um, quite dry, but uh, in a very soft way. It's got a, a nice, delicate uh, softness to the body. I almost wonder if that's related to the, the water that they used, if they, you know, did some, uh, some mineral additions to it. Um, possibly... Oh, what's Epsom salts? It's not sodium chloride, sodium hydro something, I think. Hmm. Anyway, real nice softness to the, uh, the body of the beer. I get a little fruity something. It's very subtle. It's delicate. It could be the yeast. Like if they're using a really... Uh, really like grimy English yeast. Uh, grimy, by the way, bad descriptor. That's a British hip hop term. I meant like if it's English, English, English yeast. Because um, there's a bit of apple almost, maybe, or pear. There's something a little, a little tart on the finish, not even approaching sour. Just like, could be the malt. Um, very dark malts can have a little bit of a tang to them. Um, so it could be the malt, but there might be something sort of f subtly fruity in there. It's not bursting with fruit, which actually, as I was kind of making a big deal, I haven't read the bottle at all. Uh, sometimes like a stout like this in the summer, it'll be like a mango stout or something like that, um, which are delightful when made well. So I didn't know what I was getting myself into here at all. Th yeah, there's there's something else going on in there. I'm like yeah, it's a it's a weird mix where it could be a bit of fruit character from the esters off the yeast as well as a little bit of a a tang or a slight acidic touch from the malt. 
or there could be some sort of subtle fruit in there. Predominantly, this is a uh, uh, coffee, little bit of chocolatey, uh, really nice. I mean, 4.5% alcohol stout. It's, it's really good. Um, I actually, when I, when I grabbed it, I hadn't even looked that closly. I didn't know if it was going to be like an, a, an export stout. So like what you would often see in, in uh, parts of the Caribbean and also parts of Africa. Very popular. Think like Guinness export, which is not something most Canadians are familiar with. Comes in bottles with a yellow label. Um, and uh, it, I think it's 6% alcohol by volume. Very, um, I, I mean, sort of like a lightweight imperial stout is what it comes down to, but very popular, uh, again, especially in, in parts of um, Central and Western Africa, uh, and also in uh, the Caribbean, very popular in the Caribbean. So, um, Incidentally, a number of breweries have been um, uh, experimenting, isn't quite the right word, but uh, playing with their own recipe for an export stout. Um, because it's a it's a fairly popular beer style within a lot of uh, black communities, and um, there's often a complaint within craft brewing that um, there are a few styles that uh, bearded white dudes really like. I mean, my beard's coming in because I haven't shaved in a while, but I would be one of them. Um, but there there's some uh, efforts being made by people to very intentionally make uh, interesting, good beers that are more typically enjoyed by uh, specifically black people, but also uh, other people from other cultures where Hazy Boy IPAs and Crispy Pills aren't necessarily uh, what culturally they would have been consuming, uh, uh, you know, coming up as, as younger drinkers. Um, and so trying to make some craft beer uh, equivalents to that. I think it's a fantastic idea. Let's go to the label here. Oh, this just says something about Black Lab. There's absolutely no information on the label about the summer stout. So let's take it to the Internet. My daughter has done so oh oh my up oh no my daughter hasn't done anything I take that back. Firefox apparently updated and then my computer rebooted and it looks different. But anyway, sorry I had an itchy ear there. What are we doing? We're looking at Black Lab Summer Stout, and it says you'll find all your typical stout flavors in this summer stout: coffee, chocolate, and a hint of caramel. It's drier than an American sweet stout. That's hard to say. It's drier than an American sweet stout, but a little bit sweeter than a traditional Irish stout. And I would agree with that entirely. Sorry, Instagram, that was my phone warning me that I only have 20% battery left. So we got to get this done. Which is good, because I'm flagging quickly. I'm very tired. Uh, what was I just saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It is. It's a straight up... Uh, I'm going to say it's it's a dry Irish-style stout, but it is a bit sweeter than the traditional. And again, some of that sweetness is probably uh, what's giving it some, um, some, some of the softer body. Uh, but yeah, 4.5%. Like, it's interesting, because of course, a stout, when you're thinking about coffee and chocolate, it doesn't scream refreshing. Like, this isn't necessarily a beer you're going to want to be slugging on the beach in the blazing hot sun when it's 35 degrees plus the humidity. Um, although maybe you would, and you wouldn't be wrong. Um, but this is a fantastic summer beer for a lot of uh, applications, let's say, in the summer. I'm going to have another sip. I still just can't get over that mouthfeel. The body on this is fantastic soft, velvety, really nice. Um, and yeah, coffee and chocolate, 
check, check. I think those little glimmers of fruitiness that I was talking about are what I first suspected, probably a bit off the yeast, although I could be wrong about that. They might be fermenting it with like a Cali Ale yeast, which doesn't produce any, um, any esters at all to speak of, uh, at least not that you're going to taste if you do it right, which they would. Um, but the black malts can add a little bit of a tang, and I think that's what I'm tasting. It's funny, they say caramel, which that's what was making me think carafa. Um, so if they're getting it too, I wouldn't be surprised if indeed that is what's in there. Carafa, again, like I say, probably two. When I hold it up to my ring light, it's quite brown. Carafa three tends to be black, but showing kind of more red color. Um, so I'm going to go with Carafa two. We'll see. Maybe Black Lab Brewing will comment on one of my social media posts, having listened to this and say, yeah, Carafa two, good catch. And a little bit of black patent malt, which again would explain some of that slight tartness. Although you do get that from Carafa two. Carafa as well. Carafa two and three. Also one to a lesser extent. So that's where we're at. Summer Stout from Black Lab Brewing. Fantastic work. They've got some uh, indications that looks like their patio will be opening, I'm assuming, this weekend when they're allowed or shortly thereafter. Uh, over on Eastern, we've drank them before. Good people over there. I want to go and take Gingy because I haven't taken my dog to a brewery because they've all been closed since I got her. And I want her to be a brewery dog. Dog gone it. So that's what I'm going to do. But in the meantime, I'm going to enjoy finishing this beer off because it's delightful. Go check them out. They're open. Uh, walk into the bottle shop. No big deal. I'm assuming they do delivery because everyone and their uncle does delivery. Um, the, uh, the website doesn't immediately say what they're, if they're delivering or not. Well, let's look on the front page. Uh, doesn't say maybe they're not it says beers are available in 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 the black back black, black lab bottle shop um so maybe they don't do delivery and if they don't that's cool for them i'm sure they know their business better than i do and uh, so in which case go buy and it's beautiful out now so get on by there check out the black lab brewing summer stout fantastic stuff i'm gonna have another sip PSA this week, two-sided, a lot easier to roll with, so don't sweat it. It's not going to be super heavy. Uh, I was going to tell you why I'm so tired. I'm tired because uh, it's Monday, and I'm always tired on Monday. Uh, again, this is if this is your first time here, that might be news to you, uh, but I tend to be zonked on a Monday. I live by a philosophy because I have a lot of friends who work um, kind of office jobs, and uh, not so much now because of the pandemic, but it wouldn't be uncommon that I would reach out to them in, in years gone by and say, hey, let's grab some beers this Friday. That'll be great. Go catch up, hang out, hang out in your backyard, go to a bar or whatever. And they'd be like, uh, oh, man, Friday, I'm so tired on Friday. I just want to go home and relax, sit on the couch, get to bed, whatever. And I'm like, why are you tired on a Friday? And they're like, because I've been working all week and it's hard and I just, my weekends to like, you know, just be down and relax and get, get rested so I'm ready for work on Monday. And I'm like, no, you've got this completely backwards. You should be exhausted on Monday from having a banging weekend. And then you spend the week catching back up so that Friday you're ready and raring to go. That's what I 
try and aim for. So that's what I'm feeling right now. Add to that, I've been doing a lot of uh, training to get in shape for uh, rugby this summer, and uh, I upped my, my run workout this morning, so my legs were pretty tired and my body was pretty tired, and then I went to my physio appointment, and we're actually now doing some work to try and get some mechanics and um, build in some strength training to improve. Um, I want to work on my, my burst speed, my top speed, uh, not a sustained speed, but a burst speed. Um, I would set a goal to try and get it over 20 kilometers an hour, which I can now do, which I feel pretty proud of. That's pretty fast, guys. For a dude who's 40, 20 kilometers an hour, even if it's only over about 20 meters, pretty good. Uh, now it's 25. So new goal. Uh, and uh, also I did a Bronco test. I don't know if you're familiar with a Bronco test, but if you're into rugby, you probably are. Uh, basically you run, um, if you know what a suicide is, like out and back, straight lines, you run a distance, turn around and come back, run a distance. So a Bronco, as you do that, you do uh, 60 meters five times, then you do 40 meters five times, and then you do 20 meters five times. And you have to do that all without stopping and your Bronco's uh, speed is your how long it took you. Um, five, four to five minutes. Have I got that right? Four to five minutes is pretty good if you're... Um, that would be... A lot of professional rugby players would be in the, the low fours, sort of 410, 420-ish. Uh, if you're a younger person, um, sub five is, is considered pretty good. Uh, I ran mine in 644, so now I want to try and get it below six. So we're working on some stuff to uh, working on some stuff to try and get that burst speed up. And uh, also with uh, with the Bronco test, it's all about um, uh, oxygen recovery. Um, again, it's not a long run, but you have to run fast for say six minutes. Um, so you need pretty good aerobic conditioning. So we're working on some stuff from that. Unfortunately, what that meant is she made me do a whole bunch of tests, and these tests are not easy. Like, the point is to see, like, okay, how much of this can you do before you can't do it anymore? Uh, and you get real hot and real sweaty, and as it's mainly leg work, and I'd just done an extended leg workout this morning, I'm kind of dying now. So, uh, I have a feeling I'm going to be a bit of a miserable old man when I get out of bed tomorrow. Lots of creaking and groaning, walking down the hall. But it'll be worth it if we get a rugby season and I can run a ball fast, I think. Also, if I can remain uninjured, that would be a good thing, too. Um, this is why my brain is wandering terribly. Yes, that's where I was going with that. I'm not just boasting about doing fitness. Um, I am a little bit, because to be honest with you, I'm proud. I've, I've done a lot of really hard work pretty much five days a week since January. Uh, so uh, some, it's nice to be kind of reaping some rewards of that, um, namely top speed. Uh, but uh, but especially now that the weather's nice and we can get out and we're not under a stay-at-home order. Now, you can do fitness anywhere, uh, including in your house, but also certainly in the area immediately surrounding your house, and that was allowed under the stay-at-home order. Um, but now with no stay-at-home order, uh, we have no excuse. Get outside. You know, especially if you're really feeling the weight of this pandemic, and it's been a long 18 months or whatever we're at now, uh, and your, your emotional health is really suffering, uh, I cannot say enough how helpful in mood regulation uh, fitness exercises are. So on the one hand, oh, hey, Beer and Bozo joined. I missed you coming in. What's up? Um, 
on the one hand, if you're doing regular physical activity, it means you tend to sleep better because you're exhausted, <laughs> uh, which isn't, that's good. Um, good quality sleep really helps from just Monday blahs right up to fairly moderate levels of like, you need medication and regular professional treatment uh, for depression. Sleep management at that point becomes very important and exercise makes you sleep better. So that's one benefit. But the other thing is exercise releases all sorts of good brain chemicals um, that help stabilize things. Sticking to a committed plan of saying, so for instance, for me, I do interval running three days a week and high intensity interval training the other two uh, Monday to Friday days. Um, and building that as part of your routine, your daily or your weekly routine, uh, and then sticking with it and, and seeing progress, um, both is gratifying seeing the progress, but also, um, having a committed time when you do something that you don't necessarily like, but which you benefit from, um, has really positive emotional, uh, knock on effects. It's, it's very, very, very powerful to be honest with you. Um, I remember I saw some, one of those, you know, BS Instagrammy memes of like an inspirational Vista with pseudo handwritten, but the message was good, which was that, uh, food is one of the most abused antidepressants and exercise is one of the most underused antidepressants. Um, I love food. I'm going to eat a big old bowl of hot Cheetos and those Doritos that are like rolled like a tube and are chile lemon, very spicy, very sour, um, shortly. Uh, if I wanted to get ripped and jacked, I probably would have to not do that. I don't think I need to get ripped and jacked. Um, so I do love a bit of food, but yeah, the, the impact to my personal well-being um, of the fitness that I'm doing. And the other one is in the morning I do, I do breathing exercises um, for a host of reasons. Some of them a little bit granola, like Wim Hofy stuff. Some of them a little bit because I also love being in the water and breath holds are important in the water. And also partially because it's literally meditative and spending 25 minutes in the morning, not like, um, kind of meditating, but meditating. It requires a lot of mental focus. Um, and, uh, that's been hugely helpful too. Uh, I would say my keel has been even much more so, uh, since I started doing this in January than before. So I don't want to guilt you. We don't have to compare notes. I mean, I know I've been bandying around some of my numbers, um, but it's not a competition, but, uh, especially now stay at home orders over weather is beautiful. Just go for a walk, commit to walking, three days a week for half an hour, you know, get home from work, change out of your work clothes, or if you're working from home, put on some clothes, go for a 30 minute walk. That's a great start. Go for a run. If you're not a runner, I hate running. Uh, there are a lot of options of things you can do to try and make it better. If you have a bike, go for a bike ride, just spend some time intentionally and, 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 even if it doesn't actually physically feel a lot like fitness to your body in your brain, be like, this is my fitness time and you're doing it for you. Uh, that's a pretty powerful thing. So that's my advice. Sorry if I'm sounding a bit like an exercise bro. Uh, I try not to be that way. I don't post much on social media about my exercising. Um, 
but it has been hugely helpful. Uh, so especially, as I said, if you're at a point now where you just feel at your wit's end, um, it's amazing. Just throw on a pair of shoes and run down your street and run back or run until you're too tired and then walk for exactly one minute and then start running again and do that and do that and do that until you're done. You got to stop something like that. Just burn some energy. Do it for you. Don't do it to fit into a dress. Don't do it to look good with your shirt off. Do it because it's good for your body and it's good for your emotions and your brain. Uh, and I think, I think that's enough of the PSA for tonight. That's what I wanted to tell you. Get out and do something. I know now people are going to start complaining about the heat and humidity. Punch those people right in the mouth. Punching people in the mouth is an exercise. Mmm. Or maybe treat their mouth the way that this beer treats my mouth, which is to say, smooth, relaxed, delicious. Uh, maybe that's a better approach. But seriously, sometimes when people complain to me about the heat and humidity, I just want to punch them right in the mouth. It's not that bad. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, events? Don't know of any off the top of my head. I'm not doing any. Nothing to promote right now. So, uh, yeah. Order some beer. Breweries still need us to be helping them out. Uh, as Mandy said in our app, she thinks the toothpaste is out of the tube. We're going to get to do delivery from now till forever. So uh, soak up some of that. And uh, other than that, have a great week. Oh, I could tease out a little something. Not tonight, obviously, because tonight's done. We're about to wrap things. Not next week, not in seven days, but in 14 days and two Mondays, which will be the 21st. I think it's the 21st. It's the day after Father's Day. I'm going to have a little guest. Already set it up. Don't even have to think about that one. And I... Yeah, sure, I'll say it. it's Jordan St. John. There you go. Cat's out of the bag now. You know, Jordan has a cat that's named Sweet William. I think cat's names shouldn't just be like one word. It should be two at least. Uh, Erica's cousin had a cat for years named Dr. Puss. You can do with that what you want. Uh, Sweet William is Jordan's cat. Why was I talking about cats? This is part of the reason why I told Jordan probably not tonight. Because I knew my brain was going to really suffer. And I'm pretty sure we're going to end up talking for like an hour at least. And I don't know if I have the mental stamina for that right now. Um, I brought up cats because the cat was out of the bag. And Jordan has a cat named Sweet William. Yes! How about that? Guy with a concussed brain can still remember stuff. We're doing good. Uh, oh yeah, so it's Jordan. And we were chatting today about what angle we might take. If it was just going to be hanging out chatting. Or if we were going to do a specific style. Or a specific region. Or a specific ingredient. Or just drink beers from the same brewery. It sounds like we're going the brewery route right now. And it sounds like that brewery is going to be Mascot. Which will be exciting for me because I don't think I've had any mascot beer, or if I have, it's been a minute. So, sounds like in two weeks' time, you're going to want to jump on here for, I think, the person who we can pretty safely say has the most velvet tones to his voice in the craft brewing scene, at least in Ontario. I think Nick Pashley might get an edge for his... Uh, Grandfather, oh, I shouldn't say that, Nick. I'm sorry. I don't think Nick listens to podcasts. I was gonna say sort of grandfatherly British tones, but then I just aged him uh, in a very unfair way. Uh, also, I don't believe he is a grandfather, I don't think he has kids, but he has a, uh, a very refined, gentlemanly uh, British uh, uh, voice. 
Um, my brain's so dumb. But Nick's a good dude, and he has a fantastic voice. But Jordan is worth tuning in for, because Jordan has a very radio-friendly voice, podcast-friendly voice. So that's what we're going to do. Hang out with me and Jordan in two weeks. Next week, what are we doing? I do not know, because I barely knew what I was doing today. Uh, it will be July, not July, uh, June 14th. June 14th. June 14th. What should we do? I don't know. Nothing's popping out. Throw a suggestion. Hit me up here in the comments. I don't know, wherever. You'll find me. It's not hard. Tell me what I should do because right now I can't even think. Uh, other than that, oh, we've already done the goodbyes. Just go home. Have a beer. Have this. It's Summer Stout from Black Lab. And it's really, really, really good. I really like it a lot. Beer in a Bozo says I should do a blind APA flight. Flight sounds like more than one beer, Beer in a Bozo. And, uh, well, hopefully I'm not going to be in such a dumb brain state as I am right now. But that sounds like too much beer. I don't know. Hmm. I'll have to see. In the meantime, take care of each other. Take care of some people. I got it wrong. I normally say take care of yourself and then take care of some people. I got to go, guys. I got to go before my brain drips out of my nose. Have a good night. I will see you next week. Uh, nine. You know the drill. That's what we're doing. Bye.